Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Happy Friday. We made it to the end of another week. It is Friday, December 11th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. This is your Morning Buzzcast. Remember, still waiting to hear your lessons from 2020. Email them to me. We'd like to aggregate them all and run them in an email at the end of the year. Let's start with some big news out of college sports. ESPN and the SEC officially unveiled a 10-year media deal that moves the SEC's highly rated football games from CBS to ABC starting in 2024. The agreement runs through 2033-2034, which coincides with a 20-year rights deal that ESPN signed with the conference in 2013. Now, ESPN will pay in the low $300 million annually, which is on top of their previous agreement, and this figure is more than six times the $55 million per year fee that CBS currently pays the SEC. So this is really about the football package and some of the basketball games. It moves the football package, of course, from CBS to ABC and ESPN. The deal was first reported on last December, December 20th, 2019, Well, why the delay? For a lot of reasons, mostly COVID. The deal was originally planned to be announced back in March around the start of the SEC's men's basketball tournament. Of course, that got postponed. So now, a year later from the first report, it is formally unveiled. Who benefits? Well, of course, the SEC's 14 schools. They'll get a little more than $20 million per school once this deal kicks in. The SEC schools brought in about $45 million each in 2018 and 2019. Now that's fewer than the Big Ten schools. This new revenue that hits in 2024 will close that gap. But remember, the Big Ten has another deal coming up pretty soon. Its current deals with ESPN and Fox run through 2023. So a big day for the SEC and a big day for ABC ESPN. Speaking of the SEC, Commissioner Greg Sankey spoke with me yesterday during the final day of our Intercollegiate Athletics Forum. He talked about the return of football He talked about leadership during a pandemic, but he also criticized the Knight Commission, saying that beyond offering a different structure for football, there was, quote, a lot not dealt with, end quote, by the Knight Commission. He called the NCAA vitally important. He said, sure, it's imperfect, but it's an important national governing body. And the suggestion that, quote, we take football and create another governing body doesn't pay attention to reality, end quote. So Sankey added his voice to a number of executives who felt that the Knight Commission's findings weren't specific enough or weren't ones that they supported. Another big topic over the three-day conference was name, image, and likeness. And it was interesting to hear from a number of leading executives that perhaps the rules set up right now for name, image, and likeness rules and regulations are not ready for a vote. Both Greg Sankey and Val Ackerman suggested that a vote in January, which is planned by the NCAA, 
should be in doubt because there's so much more work to do. Ackerman said the areas to work on include managing boosters, determining fair market value, enforcement, and sorting out the roles of the NCAA, the conferences, and the schools. Sankey also suggested yesterday that January seemed too soon to have a vote because the framework wasn't firmly in place. So keep your eye on that, whether this type of discussion pushes back the NCAA's vote on name, image, and likeness. And finally, we ended the conference with a fantastic conversation with actor Matthew McConaughey talking to Texas Athletic Director Chris Del Conte about McConaughey's role at the University of Texas as the Minister of Culture, a position he was named to in early 2019. I have to say, I was in stitches laughing out loud during parts of that conversation. It's fun to watch. Let's shift to the NFL because our Ben Fisher reported in his SBJ Football newsletter yesterday that NFL owners are expected to debate adding a 17th regular season game next season when they meet as an ownership group next week. Now, the expansion is permitted under the new CBA. It likely would have been a foregone conclusion, Fisher reports, had not been for the pandemic. Now, of course, owners want it because of more revenue. Of course, the networks would love it. But there's still so much uncertain, including, of course, whether the COVID pandemic allows for a full season, what to do with preseason, and just even the schedule and the impact on injury rates over a 17th game. Meanwhile, Fisher reports that Commissioner Roger Goodell has made NFL Media Executive Vice President and COO Hans Schroeder his point man on the regular season expansion. So that's an issue to watch when owners meet next week. Let's move over to the NHL because we've talked a lot about new forms of revenue that includes jersey advertising in baseball. We've talked about other forms of advertising on player jerseys. Well, Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet is reporting the NHL is investigating selling advertising on player helmets. The concept was brought up during Wednesday's Board of Governors call, though there will not be any formal comment until team presidents are briefed on the concept on Monday. Of course, this comes around the need for more ideation around revenue generation. Moving over to baseball, I was very surprised yesterday when I saw the athletic report that the Philadelphia Phillies are in advanced talks of hiring longtime MLB executive Dave Dombrowski as their next president of baseball operations. Now, here's why I was surprised. Dombrowski, who of course was terminated by the Red Sox, had moved to Nashville. He had signed on to help the city acquire an expansion franchise in Major League Baseball. He was reportedly very happy, liked the leadership role in trying to bring a team to Nashville. So I thought he was not returning to baseball. But the Phillies, as we know, wanted to make a big splash. Phillies managing partner John Middleton wants to win, and he's willing to spend to win. And we all know that Dave Dombrowski's history is spending big and winning. So the Phillies were struggling to find a top baseball operations official and really apparently doubled down on their efforts to lure Dombrowski. Reportedly, Dombrowski could be announced as the next president of baseball operations as early as today in Philadelphia. And if you think about Dave Dombrowski's history, Detroit, Boston, Philadelphia, of course, he was in Florida as well. He's been in big passionate markets and can handle the pressure. And in case you missed this, an interesting note from the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee, they announced yesterday they will not sanction athletes for raising their fists or kneeling on the medal stand beginning with the Tokyo Games in July. 
Well, here are some numbers I couldn't almost believe when I heard them yesterday. Disney revealed during its investor call yesterday that its Disney Plus streaming service had 87 million subscribers. Now, that's nearing the high end of its initial five-year goal after only a year in operation. That's right, a year in operation in, Disney Plus has 87 million subs. And that is almost its goal that it projected after five years. Now, they also projected that Disney Plus will reach between 230 to 260 million subscribers by 2025. Now, for comparison, Netflix currently has about 195 million subscribers worldwide. So major growth for Disney Plus. There's also growth for ESPN Plus, although not nearly as dramatic. ESPN Plus currently has 11.5 million subscribers. Another detail coming out of the investor call, they'll increase the price of ESPN Plus to $13.99 a month starting sometime next year. That's up a dollar. Separately, Disney is offering a new bundle of Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu for $18.99 a month, again, starting in the first quarter of 2021. So Disney feeling very good about its streaming services. And I was at dinner the other night, and there was a lot of talk about the bowl games. How many would take place? What will they be like? Well, this was an interesting story out of Boston College. Boston College says it will not participate in a bowl game, becoming the first bowl-eligible team to announce it will not play in the postseason. Athletic Director Pat Kraft and Coach Jeff Halfley said the decision was made as a team with significant player input. The players noted all they had done to make it through the season during the coronavirus pandemic, including not being able to see friends and family. So they basically said they don't want to continue doing that. They'll punt on going to a bowl game because they basically want to go home and be with friends and family. So a very interesting story where a team opted out of a potential bowl game appearance. And finally, I mentioned Greg Sankey earlier. He was asked yesterday in our conversation what he would include in a sports management textbook on dealing with a pandemic. He offered five key principles that he suggested in dealing with a global crisis like a pandemic. And number one was, quote, where there are fractures or cracks in a foundation, they will be magnified, end quote. So I thought that was one of five very interesting points by Sankey. We list all five in our SBJ Unpacks newsletter last night. Pretty interesting words of wisdom and advice. I encourage you to check it out. I also encourage you to send me your lessons learned from 2020. What are the lasting legacy lessons of this challenging year? I'd love to read what they are in your mind. So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, December 11th. I'm Abe Madcore. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Stay healthy, stay safe, be good to each other. I'll talk to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.